everyone, so welcome back. We are here again for another Kids These Days episode, and today I want to talk about guilt. Ooh, man, haven't we all had our own versions of mom guilt or dad guilt where we just really feel like we are not doing it today? <laughs> or going to bed at night feeling like I really did not do what I thought uh, I was going to do today in terms of parenting. So today's episode is going to be about discussing the differences between shame and guilt, first of all, and then I want to talk about the top three parenting guilts that I've been hearing over the last three months or six months. The first is for us to consider the differences between shame and guilt, right? So we often put them in the same category, like, oh my gosh, I feel a lot of shame about that, or wow, I feel a lot of guilt about that. And actually, guilt on its own can be a really helpful emotion, right? It can help us to feel like, oh gosh, I've got to do something different, right? If I don't feel guilty, about um, scrolling on Facebook and missing out on my kid's soccer game, then I'm not likely to shift my behavior, right? But if I have been on the phone for the last five minutes and my kid has been trying to get a hold of me to show me something and I feel guilty about that, then I'm more likely to do something different about it, right? Guilt can be a really powerful motivator. On the other hand, shame uh, is not a helpful emotion, right? Instead, shame makes us feel bad as a person, as a parent, as a mother, as a father, right? So shame messages are sometimes fueled by guilt, right? So I feel bad that I just missed my kid's soccer goal because I looked down at my phone and was sending a text message, right? I feel guilty about that. Shame messages turn that guilt into, I am a terrible mother. So what we don't want are those shame messages of, I am terrible because of this or that or this. And what we want are, gosh, I feel bad that I missed that. So I am putting my phone in my bag. I'm closing it up. There's nothing more important right now than my kid's soccer game. So pay attention to the differences that you have between shame and guilt. Now, for the last few months, I've been talking a lot with parents, doing a lot of um, talking with folks about what's been going on in the last several months here as we've been in quarantine. And the first huge thing that triggers guilt that I've been hearing over and over is, am I making the right decision for school for my child? We have selected online options. We have selected the face-to-face -face option. And the real struggle here is that often we get um, this perception that people are judging us. And sometimes that perception is true. Sometimes people really are judging us. And sometimes that's just our perception and it may be some of our insecurity. So as you are grappling with the decision that you have made and the guilt that comes along with that decision, I want for you to take a pause. Should I feel guilty about this decision? And it may help you to realize first that there are no good, there are really no perfect scenarios here, right? There are going to be problems and amazing things that happen. 
regardless of which decision you chose. Uh, I had a friend once uh, recently who said, all of us are trying to pick the best worst option, <laughs> right? So what is just the best wor worst option for school, for your kid and your family right now? Maybe you didn't get a choice and you're, you're sort of feeling guilty secondarily because of the choices that were made for you. Keep in mind kids are resilient they will respond to the situation based on how we respond to the situation, right? So if we are complaining and complaining and complaining about the situation over and over, you're going to catch them complaining and complaining and complaining about the situation. So take a moment to really hone in on what is it that um, is really truth about our situation, knowing that kids will bounce back knowing that our kids are able to respond to all sorts of situations, uh, especially those that we help them through with additional support. The second uh, parenting guilt that I hear from folks a lot revolves around screen time. And this is a really tricky uh, subject for a lot of us, right? Because we've been in this quarantine situation where probably most of our kids are spending more time on on screens than we would like for them to be spending. And the American Academy of Pediatrics has suggested a fairly low number of hours per day for our kids to be on screens. I'm not disagreeing with the recommendations from the American Academy of Pediatrics. I am saying that sometimes it can be really tricky to stay within those guidelines when our kids have multiple hours a day at school on their electronics. So if we are going by um, the American Academy of Pediatrics recommendation, most of our kids should be falling within the two to three hour range of having screens in front of them. And we all probably know that our kids are spending more than that because they're spending at least that amount of time at school on their iPads, their Chromebooks, their computers, or whatever, which means they uh, wouldn't spend any time on any electronics at home. And we all know that all of us need a little bit of break after school to just kind of unwind. And often that includes a screen. So I have posted about this on my blog before that I try to think about uh, screens from a more balanced approach. And I do that in two ways. One, think about it in terms of overall health of your child. So if your child is spending a huge portion of their waking hours on screens, then we should probably reevaluate where your child's at and increase their social connection with people. Now, you might be thinking, well, Beth, they get some time um, to engage socially with their video games because they're playing with other friends. Yes, that's true, but that's not the same as uh, sort of face-to-face, real-time, real in current reality situations versus the non-reality situation of a video game. I actually prefer video games where they can engage with healthy, same-aged peers, not older peers, but same-aged peers or similar-aged peers. I think those can be really healthy and fun, but if that's what they're spending four or five of their waking hours on, then that may be too much. The other way I approach this from a balanced perspective is that I typically don't recommend extended amount of time on any screen. So if they are binge watching 
you know, let's say one to two or three hours at a time, it's going to be harder for them to come out of that reality because they've been sucked into it for so long. So I often talk about doing shorter increments and having more increments if you need them. So 15 to 30 minute increments of video games, come off, play something outside, play with Legos, read a book, some version of that. That way they're not getting too far sucked into the game and they can come off and come back on. So if you're struggling with the guilt of there being too much screen time, I'd ask you to think about a couple of things. First, realize first, if you're comparing yourself to someone else's situation, and frankly, just take a pause there. It is so easy to fall into the comparison trap, particularly related to parenting. But every situation is different. So just take a breath and think about your own situation. Am I comparing myself to to other people and is that why I'm feeling guilty? If so, just take a breath, right? Then take a kind of survey of what your current situation is. And frankly, between you and your child, right? How much time are you spending on screens? What are you modeling for your child? So take the next week and write down how many hours each day you're spending on the TV, on your phone, on your computer, any kind of screen. Have some conversations, especially if your kid's a teenager. Have some conversations with them about, okay, so we're going to check our screen time over the next week. And then we're going to take small steps. So let's say you've done your your homework for the next seven days. You you keep track of, of what percentage of your waking hours are screen time hours. And let's say that number is 16%. Talk with your child or think to yourself, talk with a trusted friend about how you can change that to be 14%. Maybe you take a walk with your kid. Maybe you go on a one-on-one mommy and me date with your child and you decrease that time little by little until it's closer to the percentage of waking hours that you really want it to be. The third parenting guilt, and this one is really tricky, y'all, okay? This one's really tricky. So we've had this whole uh, time of quarantine recently, right, where we've probably had more time with our kids than we ever have, uh, And I've talked to some parents who have admitted, I actually didn't love that time as much as maybe I should have. So they feel guilty, right? I feel guilty because I didn't enjoy my time with them. Or maybe the guilt message is, I feel guilty because I haven't taken full advantage of my time with them. Okay, let's chat about that a little bit, right? Again, the difference between a guilt message and a shame message. I feel guilty because I haven't been able to spend enough time with my kids. Shame message is I am a bad parent because I haven't spent enough time with my kids. Are you hearing the difference, right? The I'm guilty or I feel guilty message is changeable. So if I go to bed at night and I say, gosh, I feel guilty that I didn't spend enough time today with the kids and I was working and I had a meeting and I, I know that there were moments that I missed with them. I feel guilty about that. Tomorrow I'm going to make strategic steps to be able to capture those moments that I missed today. Great. The alternative shame message of I'm a bad parent because I, I didn't spend time with my kids today 
do you see how much different that is? First of all, it's not the truth. And when we're rational, we can see that that's not the truth. But the second part is that it's actually not even helpful to change your behavior. The shame message sends us into, uh, you know, a, a deeper, darker place where it's harder to get ourselves out of. So I'd encourage you, if you're feeling guilty about um, maybe not fully taking advantage of the time together, either because of work or because of fatigue or because of anything, just take it one step at a time. What can you do tomorrow to make a tiny difference, to make it look, to make the picture of that look different the way you want it to look? Hopefully these have kind of normalized some of the thoughts that maybe you've had, ways that you can shift those uh, if you're having some shame messages, shift them back to guilt messages so that we can then do something different with them. I'd love for you to check out the website, makewordsmatterforgood.com. Uh, my blog is pretty active. I try to keep current events up there. You can catch my book there, uh, Make Words Matter. Follow us on Facebook, MWM, Make Words Matter, MWM with Kids, where I have all sorts of posts all the time and um, upcoming training opportunities. As always, I hope that you all stay well and stay safe.